0: I'm Marianne kolbisak mcgee Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking about medical device cybersecurity issues with attorney Linda Malik, who is a partner at law firm Moses and Singer and who is also chair of the firm's Healthcare and Privacy Cybersecurity Practices. Linda is also co-lead in the launch of the firm's yeah. consulting company MS Strategic Solutions LLC, which provides advisory services to clients in the digital healthcare and life sciences sectors. So, Linda, the Food and Drug Administration recently issued new draft guidance for the cybersecurity of pre-market medical devices. This draft guidance, if finalized, would replace previous pre-market medical device cybersecurity guidance that the FDA issued in 2014. What do you find most significant about this latest draft guidance, especially when it comes to issues or recommendations that have not been previously addressed by the FDA in earlier medical device cybersecurity guidance?
1: The thing that I think is probably most significant in terms of the new guidance is the introduction of the Secure Product Development Framework by the FDA. At a high level in prior guidance, as well as in prior discussions, FDA had been emphasizing the notion that security should be part of the design of a medical device and really should be part of the whole life cycle of a medical device. But through the introduction of the Secure Product Development Framework, It really went a step further in being much more specific in terms of outlining what it expects medical device manufacturers to do with respect to the design of medical devices and how they should Design those devices in terms of a framework that includes things like security risk management, security architecture, cybersecurity testing, and just really getting into much more specificity around that. So, for me, I think that's the most significant change with respect to this new guidance.
0: So, Linda, with that said, is there anything missing from the draft guidance that you would have liked to have seen the FDA include and why?
1: I don't know that I would say that I think it's missing from the draft guidance as much as perhaps I would have liked to have seen more discussion around it, but the FDA also talks in this guidance about All of the various stakeholders their responsibilities and their roles in maintaining security and the fact that there really needs to be a mind towards the end user and risks to the end user whether that be the patient or a health facility that's using the devices and and how the device manufacturer needs to take those risks into account in terms of both looking at the security of the device but also being transparent in terms of how the device has been designed so i would have liked to have seen more discussion of that and how the communication between those stakeholders should continue to take place because i think that that has become critically important. And we can talk about that further, even in the context of post-market guidance. But I think that the external threats continue and and are perhaps even enhanced uh, as the product is used and as it ages. And so I think more discussion around that is important.
0: And Linda, you mentioned post-market. The recommendations in this new draft guidance are geared to medical device makers, but it's more for the pre-market of yeah. these devices. The last post-market medical device cybersecurity guidance that the FDA issued was in 2016. Do you think the FDA also needs to update its post-market medical device cybersecurity guidance based on all the trends we've been seeing? And if so, what would you like to see the FDA address in post-market medical device cybersecurity guidance if it was to refresh that?
1: The answer to that question, I think, merits stepping back a little bit and looking at what has happened since that post-market guidance was issued in terms of the general landscape of cybersecurity vulnerabilities? So, since that post-market guidance was issued, we had the wanna cry ransomware attack in 2017, which had a really devastating effect, particularly in the UK on hospitals there and devices that they use, including MRI machines, radiological equipment, and also affected medical devices here in the US. And then, of course, we have had a lot of threat of cybersecurity vulnerability as a result of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So there is a lot of activity and sensitivity around the ongoing threat of cybersecurity attacks since that 2016 post-market guidance was put out. That said, again, at a high level, I think that the FDA has it right in terms of the things that they're concerned about. It's just that there really, I think, needs to be more specificity now and and tying back to this new pre-market guidance. because pre-market and post-market are part of the same continuum. Interestingly, in 2018, the OIG actually issued an audit report indicating that, in its view, the FDA was not sufficient, was not up to date with respect to its post-market cybersecurity protections. FDA disagreed with that, but I thought that that was interesting as well. And so I think that In the pre-market guidance, as I alluded to, the FDA does recommend that manufacturers put together plans to, to identify and address vulnerabilities in cybersecurity over time as the product is used, taking into account these various stakeholders that I talked about after the device is put out into the market and so to the extent that the fda is identifying that as a priority in the pre-market stage logically speaking the next thing that needs to be addressed is okay so after the product is introduced how should in more specificity those measures be monitored in the post-market environment and so i do think that it would be appropriate and useful for the FDA to revisit its 2016 post-market guidance and introduce more specificity in terms of particularly how the manufacturer should be monitoring both the safety of the device and potential patient harm after the device is in the market And how that should be communicated to the end users, how facilities should be partnering with device manufacturers in terms of ongoing patches that should be used, you know, what to do with respect to legacy devices as they age. So I, I think that more specificity around all of that to correspond with both the backdrop of everything else that's happening with cybersecurity threats, as well as to round out the pre-market guidance is appropriate.
0: So, Linda, there have been several congressional bills introduced lately that propose requiring medical device makers to implement certain cybersecurity measures in their pre-market product submissions to the FDA. Proposals also seek making legislative changes to empower the FDA with authority to require medical device makers to take certain pre-market cybersecurity measures What do you think about Congress stepping in on all this, and should the FDA be emboldened to require, as opposed to recommend, these measures for cybersecurity in medical devices?
1: A couple of thoughts there. I think, first and foremost, even though the guidances that have been issued, both pre-market and post-market, are guidance and are recommendations, I don't think that we should Assume at all that, particularly in the pre market context, the FDA's guidance doesn't have teeth. It does, because to the extent that these are recommendations from the FDA in terms of how devices should implement. Cybersecurity measures in order to comply with the larger regulatory requirements, the FDA is indicating what its expectations are and what it will be looking at as it reviews pre market applications. And so, if a device manufacturer does not implement this guidance as it rolls out its pre market application, I think that. There would be delays, there would be a lot of questions asked, you know, there's a lot of incentive, I think, for device manufacturers to follow the guidance in order to obtain approval. So from that standpoint, yes, it's guidance, but I do think that it has force and it has teeth. That said, it's true, there is no real statutory authority for the FDA to require these things that it has expressed in its guidance. So from that standpoint, yes, I do think that it's appropriate and it's a good idea for there to be legislation here. I also think that there's a lot of coordination among agencies that is increasingly necessary in order to maintain security, with respect to medical devices, with respect to healthcare technology, you know, these things don't really happen in isolation. And so part of what I'm seeing in terms of proposed legislation is also mandates for coordination among federal agencies around this as they interact with various operators and facilities and manufacturers and you know all all sorts of stakeholders within the health sector so i think legislation is important although uh, as i've said the fact that we don't currently have enacted legislation does not mean that there are no protections in place
0: and finally, Linda, on the regulatory front overall, as it pertains to healthcare information security and privacy issues, is there anything else that you're keeping a close eye on in the months ahead?
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, as we've talked about, there have been. Lots of different pieces of legislation that have been proposed in terms of trying to address cybersecurity kind of across the board. One thing that I'm keeping an eye on that I think is pretty interesting is the SEC's recent proposed regulations around cybersecurity for public companies. And although that's not healthcare specific, it certainly will impact any. Healthcare company that is a public company, any life sciences company, any pharma company. And so I think that's an important one to watch. I also think that what is needed is federal legislation that is specific to healthcare with respect to privacy and cybersecurity because. You know, what we have right now is a real patchwork, and it's a patchwork with respect to state laws as well as federal laws. And I think having a federal floor with respect to cybersecurity in healthcare that kind of ties these pieces together is going to be important. And so I'm looking for that, too. That's something I'm keeping an eye out for.
0: Well, thank you so much, Linda. I've been speaking to Linda Malik. I'm Marianne Kobasek mcgee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for joining us.